Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Justin sent me a story about something that happened here in Michigan. And um, this is a civil asset forfeiture story. And they're calling it a win, but it's not actually a complete win. Uh, the ball moved in the right direction at the end, so to speak, but it's still not a good story. So Terry Camp from WJRT-TV out of Flint uh, reports the story. And in case you're curious, Saginaw is right about there in Michigan. And it's a little ways north of Flint. Saginaw man gets back most of $232,000 seized after a flight to Detroit. So a man from Saginaw got on a flight and flew to Detroit. He had $232,000 in cash on him. When he landed in Detroit, officials took it from him. He filed a legal action to get it back. And the resolution was they gave most of it back. And he and his attorney decided that was probably the best they were going to get without much more wasted time and money. And so they've moved on. But it's still a scary story. Uh, It was an unusual discovery nearly two years ago when the people at the airport discovered nearly a quarter of a million dollars in a Saginaw man's luggage at MBS International Airport. He flew from there to Detroit, where authorities seized the cash at Detroit Metropolitan Airport. So somebody in Saginaw saw that he had the money. And they called ahead to Detroit Metro and said, hey, guy's coming down there with some money. You want it, you can take it. So the man got most of his money back. Law enforcement officials in Saginaw and in Detroit suspected the money was being used for some sort of crime. They had no evidence other than the money itself, but they suspected it. See, suspicion is a scary thing. And if you suspect something, Well, if you're the police, sometimes you act on that. The Saginaw man was not uh, charged with a crime. And a recent change in forfeiture laws means that he gets to keep most of his cash. Michigan reformed their laws a little bit, but not terribly well. Authorities at MBS had discovered the cash in May of 2021. They allowed the man to get onto his flight to Detroit, where he was planning on catching a connecting flight to Houston. But of course, that's where they intercepted him and his money. The Drug Enforcement Agency and the FBI met the Saginaw man when his plane landed that day at Detroit Metro. A civil forfeiture complaint stated that $232,000 was found uh, in shrink-wrapped plastic-sealed packages inside the man's checked luggage. So I'll admit I've never shrink-wrapped my money. I have not. I'll admit I've not. But on the other hand, if I knew I was taking my money someplace uh, and I wanted to protect it, uh, that might be something I might do especially if you hear stories about how they grab money because somebody claimed it smelled of drugs or something. Uh, The man told investigators he made the money in real estate, and he's also uh, a promoter of music. He's a music promoter. But the complaint stated that sniffing dogs indicated the packaging came up positive for drugs. And I don't need to tell you this, but I will, and people will still put it in the comments below, (laughs) that sniffing dogs will sniff almost any money in circulation today, including a $100 bill that might be behind me somewhere, and say, I smell drugs in that money. Because uh, money, cash, currency, passes through many people's different hands. So if you've got money in your hands, you don't necessarily know who had it a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, and what they were doing when they had it in their hands. I don't know how long that takes for that to wear off the money, but they've said that they can just take money out of circulation and dogs will hit on it. So... The money was seized in Detroit with the Wayne County Asset Forfeiture Unit. They've actually got a whole county unit devoted to 
asset forfeiture. The forfeiture case was settled recently, and they allowed the man to keep $185,000 of his money, but he had to give up $47,000. So they said, look, we'll let you keep one eighty-five. you give us $47,000. How's that? And as a settlement goes, they worked that out and they agreed to that. So $47,000 will go to the Detroit Metro Airport Police Department. Why? Well, finders keepers, I guess, right? The man's attorney confirmed the settlement, describing it as appropriate adding, and this is the quote, the man having that much cash while flying is the same as a gambler jetting off to Las Vegas. It's not illegal. And by the way, I've had clients and I've known people who spend lots of time gambling, okay, casino gambling, and they would often travel with cash. And so how do they know that you're getting on a plane with cash, what, you know, what you're planning on doing with it at the other end? So I would not recommend you do that simply because of civil asset forfeiture, but you shouldn't be scared to do legal things in this country. Traveling domestically with cash is not illegal. The man from Saginaw also benefited from a change in Michigan's forfeiture law from 2019. It's a fairly new law that requires a criminal conviction before property seized can be forfeited to law enforcement. But you go, wait, he wasn't convicted. Well, yeah, it has a limit, though. So they're allowed to seize a certain amount of money without the conviction. See? And so they had to give him back most of his money, but they got to keep some of it. And if you wanted to fight that, he could do that. But then they'd be inclined to try to prosecute him, maybe, or they'd make him run up $47,000 in attorney fees. And that's what they would do. The man faces no criminal charges in connection with any of this. The Wayne County Prosecutor's Office released a brief statement on the case saying the claimant reached an amicable agreement resolving all legal and equitable disputes in this matter. That's it. Period. We resolved it. There you go. But... It's a scary story. And I remember when this one happened, and I'm not sure if I did a video about it or not, but I remember hearing about it because uh, MBS Airport uh, for Midland, Bay City, Saginaw, Tri-City as they often call it, um, is a fairly small airport. I've never flown into or out of it. I've flown through Detroit Metro many, many times. And so the fact that he got on the plane at MBS and came to Detroit and they took his money, I'm wondering now if the people at MBS are bummed that they didn't take his money. Because they could have gotten $47,000. They could, you know, I don't know, do use to upgrade their facilities or something, or I don't know, buy Super Bowl tickets, popcorn makers, or daiquiri machines. But they tipped off the people in Detroit and said, hey, a guy's coming in with money. They didn't say a guy's coming in we think is a criminal. They may have, but they had no evidence of that. Uh, but we hear about this all the time, and that's one of the things that people point out is that when you're going through TSA and they're screening you for stuff, okay, um, law enforcement is actually a different entity because TSA is security. TSA is supposed to be just screening and looking for stuff, right? And so if TSA spots something like cash, they often tip off law enforcement. And then law enforcement gets involved and goes, oh, you've got cash. And... The question is, why is the one agency tipping off another agency about people who aren't breaking the law? Because they're not. There's no evidence. They, they said that. There's no evidence this guy's committing a crime, never charged with a crime. But they saw the cash and they tipped off the people in Detroit, let them know he's coming. And we've heard of stories before also where it's police uh, in vehicles who drive around, pull somebody over, see they got cash, and for whatever reason, they don't grab it. 
But they radio ahead to somebody else and go, hey, guys, come in your way if you want to. Look for this car and pull it over and grab the cash. And so it starts to sound organized at that point. And when you hear the word organized as an adjective, a lot of people start thinking, huh, is that a, a kind of a crime maybe? And most people, I think, still believe that civil asset forfeiture is not just wrong, but it is a, it's, it's a crime. It's a crime. And the fact that it's not designated a crime is actually the problem. And so anytime they do a story about this on 60 Minutes or 2020 or anything on TV, there's a outrage for about three or four days, and then it kind of dies down. And when I do videos about this, there's a lot of people who understand this and get all riled up, and I appreciate that, and I'm glad that people are on this. But we have to make this stop, okay? And I know some people are going to say, Steve, but why was he carrying that money? Who cares? I should have the right to carry that money around in America if I want to, okay? And so it doesn't matter why he's carrying it around. It doesn't matter. It's his money. It's his money. And as some people are probably going to point out, there is a push by the government to make it that they can track how much money you have for tax reasons, other reasons. And so they're worried about people who use cash because cash is harder to track. So there's that also that we're fighting. But civil asset forfeiture is wrong, where they simply take your money and go, well, we think it's somehow related to crime. And tell you what, since this is Michigan, we get to keep 47,000 of it. We'll give you back the 185 if you'll go away. So it's a $47,000 charge for carrying the cash around. And by the way, it took him a few years to get his money back. So it's a crazy story. But hey, uh, Justin, thanks for sending it. Saginaw man gets back most of his $232,000 seized after the flight to Detroit. Uh, and Terry Camp wrote that for WGRT TV 12. Questions or comments? Put it below. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Whatever you do, always give 100%, unless you're donating blood.